monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello! <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Bride Creature Podcast. <laughs> I'm the creature, Joey G. <clears throat> Sorry. What happened there? I was doing another thing. Did you have a moth in your mouth? We haven't done another voice on the show in a long time. So I thought I would try one. What kind of voice is this? This is a ripoff of a voice from Crow Show. This is Caesar. It could also just be the kid from the AV Club who's coming to take over our show. You do sound like the kid from the AV club. Did you have an AV club in school? No, did you? No. <laughs> then neither of us would actually know. No, that's true. So welcome to the Bride of the Creature podcast. This, your voice is so cute G. right now, I can't even and handle it. Speaking of cute, with me is the cutest <laughs> podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Oh, I'm so good. You're are so you good? cute. Usually when I do a voice on a podcast, you get really mad. I think this voice is cute. Well, that's good because it's a new voice forever. It's forever? New, in our relationship, <laughs> in our podcast. In our what? In our relationship. In our what? Our relationship. Do I have to <laughs> redo our vows? We have to renew our vows? Yeah, so I can do them in this voice, son. <laughs> this is what we do now. Listen. So, you guys are lucky today. We have our, our nanny here looking after yeah, son of Peter. looking after his son of Consuela. Son of Thanks, Consuela. Can you say hello, Consuela? Hello. Thank hello, you, Consuela. Consuela. Yes, miss. <laughs> she said yes, miss. Have you seen the help? <laughs> anyway, all right, I'm done with that voice. That went on. You let me continue that a lot longer than I would have expected. Um, Joy, I just wanted to let you know that my beer is empty. Uh, all right. Well, keep me posted if anything changes. Uh, so yeah, Brad of the Creature podcast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We watch movies, and we watched one this week. It was my pick. I picked one of my favorites of all time. One of my favorite werewolf movies because we haven't watched any werewolf movies. I couldn't think. I don't think we've done one for the podcast. No. Well, I mean, obviously, we have watched werewolf. Movies I think before. I've only watched one before what? this. American Werewolf in London. That's another one that I made you watch. Yes. I actually really like werewolf movies, and they're criminally underdone, I think. There's not very many of them anymore. I think that about witch movies. Witches are good, too. Yeah. But there's more witch movies than there are werewolf movies lately. I don't think so. Lately. Oh, there's the dog drinking. Oh, good. It wouldn't be a, an unprofessional, shitty podcast with a little fucking dog drinking water. <laughs> so we have Consuelo to look after Son of Creature. We need to get Mr. Uh, 30-06 to take care of him. Mr. what? <laughs> Mr. 30-06. I don't know what that is. It's a rifle caliber. Joey! Oh my god, why would you say that about my puppy? Bender came I don't know. here, I, was, I love As I was you. saying it, I realized oh. I was going to get in trouble. I love my puppy. Mm. Nicole, I just wanted to let you know that my Coke is empty. Do you want me to get you a Coke and me a beer? Yeah, alright. So while Nicole is uh, fulfilling her duties as a woman to supply... Oh my god, <laughs> supply us with beverages. I'm sorry. I love you still. I was just kidding when I said that. It was just for, for, for you're doing the voice I think is cute, so you're not in trouble. What open my beer for me, and I'll open your Coke for you. Thanks. Anyway, uh, my you're drinking it. 
It was my pick. You can have we a sip of mine. We watched Joe Dante's 1980 classic, The Howling, and let's have a listen. Classic. We've got to warn people. What do you see? The Howling. Somewhere in this city, in this human jungle, it begins. What do you see? What's there, Karen? What do you see, Karen? What's there, Karen? Somewhere in these woods, in this primal, sensuous, secret place, lies an experience too terrifying for words. And now, all anyone can do is watch and wait. Tonight I'm going to show you something. Make you believe. Trailer for the Howling from Joe Dante. All right, Nicole, had you you'd never seen the Howling before? No. You had somehow grown up all through the eighties. I didn't grow up in the eighties. I was Sorry. born. And you grew up in the nineties. Late eighties. Eighty-six. That's okay. Mid eighties. I was born in the mid eighties. I was born late eighties. I was like four when then the I ended. I would not have watched this movie when I was four. Okay, I'm just, oh, f- Jesus Christ. I would have been scarred for life. Well, now you've seen it when you were 27. Did it scar you for life? Yes. No. Really? No. Did you like it, though? Yes. So, can I say what it's about? Yes. So, Dee Wallace plays Karen White, and she's a news anchor who's being stalked by a serial killer uh, named Eddie Quist. Side note, she's also in E.T., and she's, the mom in ET. she's in Lords of Salem. Yes, she was. So, uh, she's being stalked by Eddie Quist, played by Robert Picardo, a.k.a. the doctor from Voyager. So yeah, it's Eddie Quist, a.k.a. Eddie Quist. Uh, anyway, she uh, is a scheme to try and capture him, blah, blah, blah. She gets this like horrible trauma uh, only to be saved at the last minute before he could rape her by some really shitty cops shooting through the wall blindly. As soon as that happened, I was just like, wow, that was irresponsible. <laughs> anyway, uh, she's safe and they believe that they have killed the killer, but her, her therapist, Dr. George Wagner, played by Patrick McNee... From the Avengers, sure. the good Avengers, not the Just Whedon Avengers, and sends her and her husband to the colony, a secluded resort in the countryside, before she get some rest and some treatment. And once there, uh, they encounter a bunch of characters, including Marsha Quist, whom we learn is the sister of Eddie Quist. Uh, she's a nymphomaniac. She's very subtle. Your explanation her. is very boring. Shut your mouth. 
Uh, anyway, stuff starts to happen. Turns out there's werewolves. Shit hits the fan. It's wicked. So, Nicole, here's something interesting about this movie that you may not know. What? It's not even really trivia, but... As far as I'm aware, prior to this movie, this was the first werewolf movie wherein all of the characters already knew what werewolves were. They all accepted that werewolves were a thing they'd seen in movies a gajillion times. There were werewolf movies playing in the background all throughout this movie. So there's no... Because it's always annoying in these kind of movies when there's a supernatural monster that the audience knows what they are when the characters have to be like, what the hell? This is so bizarre. What could this possibly be? It's like, well, you've been around long enough to know what a werewolf is. It's a werewolf. And there's, there's hardly any characters this who are This was the just first like, movie to do that? Well, as far as I know, this was the first movie to just take it as read that the audience and the characters in the film would know what a werewolf was right. and didn't have to have it explained. Yeah. And I actually like that about this movie. Like, how boring is it in a zombie movie when you have the characters figuring out, oh my goodness, they're zombies. It only oh my seems god, to hurt they're real. You, it only seems to hurt them if we hit them in the brain. You know, shit. Have you never seen a fucking movie? <laughs> Every time I see a character in a movie not know how to kill a zombie, I get annoyed. You know, I really did appreciate all the werewolf references in the background of this. Mm-hmm. He's watching the the, the 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 wolf and the three little pigs cartoon yeah, at one point, he was, and yeah. uh, what else? The the very was it the original I, I werewolf movie that yeah, was there's on? There's a little of that. So they they um they mention okay, you see wolf brand chili a bunch of times in the background I didn't sequence. notice that yeah. that's uh, cool in Eddie's cabin the book he has on his counter is Howl by Alan Ginsberg so I thought that was kind of cute cool uh, the only, at the beginning remember he says your idea of wild was Wolfman Jack when he talked about the radio DJ because you grew up in the city a little bit of a gag there uh, let's see what else was there um, all the char- many of the characters in the movie are named after directors who directed werewolf movies like George Wagner, William R. Neal, Terrence Fisher, who directed my favorite werewolf movie, uh, Freddie Francis, Earl Kenton, John Carradine, play, who, was, who plays Kenton in The Howling. Like All these characters are named after famous werewolf movie directors. It's, it's, oh, it's just so cool. I do like that attention to detail. There are also three cameos that might not interest you, but I thought were pretty great. There's, you, you pointed out one too. Yeah, me. there's the screenwriter. I pointed out two of them, but you didn't pay attention. Oh, uh, whatever. The one I didn't recognize was John Sayles, who wrote this movie and later and directed stuff later. At the beginning, Roger Corman is, steps into a phone booth, and he was Dante's former producer and like mentor. And in the in that store, when they're buying all the werewolf shit, the guy in the background mm. holding those magazines is Forrest J. Ackerman, who was the creator and publisher of Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, but it, so I mean, the big question for a werewolf movie what? always is, how's the transformation? I loved is it. Is it so good? Because, you know, if this was a movie today, I had to watch that scene and be like, oh, CGI. I was wondering the whole time, how did they do that? This was really good How models, did they right? make the skin bubble and bulge like oh, that? It was such and a good job. It, was, it, looked, it looked really cool. It was a bit... Um, like I, th- I think I like the transformation scene in uh, American Werewolf in London better. It is probably a little bit better because I th- just think it was a, almost it wasn't didn't look cartoony, but it was cartoony in the way the skin bubbled too much. I thought. Well, and I think that in American Werewolf in London, the, the transformation scene is meant to be like super like painful looking, and in this one, it didn't look as painful. It looked more like turning into a monster. It was meant to be more scary and less psychologically scarring. Right. One thing I love in this one, A, they get rid of the whole... They don't need the full moon to turn into werewolves. They can turn back and forth at will. 
Yeah, I'd which noticed I thought was that. pretty cool towards the end. But also, when a character changed back right after he'd become the werewolf, I love that his face and his skin was all just mangled as hell because obviously his skin dis- was destroyed in transformation. So they mentioned that the werewolves can regenerate, and that's one of the things about werewolves. Yeah, and I thought that was so cool when he's in there talking and he just looks like fucked up. What I really liked about this one that they didn't do in the American Werewolf one is they addressed the the pack aspect. Yeah, there's of, a bunch of werewolves. Because wolves do Spoilers. run in packs. Yeah. And, and this one, the, 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 the people refer to themselves as a, as a community, and I really liked that aspect of this. Yeah, the whole the twist at the end of the movie is pretty cool. Is that cool. the twist? I didn't yeah, realize the community the was the twist. The fact that they're all werewolves all along. I kind of saw that coming. I didn't. I thought that she was... I figured that... When I first saw it, I figured that um, the slutty girl was a werewolf, and her brother, and the other... Her TC, and then her other brother... Because that's why that guy wanted to kill himself, because he was tired of the life. Remember, he's trying to throw himself in the fire? Right, yeah. Yeah, I just figured they all were. I kind of saw that. I didn't realize it was a spoiler. Yeah, you're really smart. Good for you. I'm so smart. SMRT. Anyway, yeah, I really like this. I like everybody who's in it. The acting. There's so many cool people in this movie. Dee Wallace is great. Patrick McNee, I love. He was great. Uh, I really liked um, John Carradine as the old guy you were just talking about. And Slim Pickens as the sheriff. John Carradine. What else has he been in that I would have known? You're thinking of David Carradine as well. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what else you would have seen with John Carradine and Nicole. You probably have seen something, but... All right. We don't have to go through the list. Yeah, I'm not going to go through the list. I just knocked the <laughs> Oh, my God. You almost smashed your computer. I almost smashed it. I'm going to smash him. I'm going to wreck him. Anyway. I have to say, there's... um. don't have to. What was the female lead's name? Karen? Karen. I really didn't like Karen <gasps> at all. I'm surprised you do with your feminist ways. She, in every scene, she had to be saved. No, she and didn't. She, she didn't do anything to help herself. What are you talking about? One scene, she tries to shoot someone ac- she's and she like accidentally... She's the super brave person who goes to help the police catch the murderer at the beginning. Yeah, but then after that, she's like, oh, I'm so scared. You are not watching the same movie. And, no, I really loved... Terry, the other lady. The other girl, she, yeah, I like her too. She was way more badass with her axe chopping off their arms. It doesn't matter if they're badass. I agree that I like Terry. No, a lot. I think Terry did way more to help herself than than Karen. Well, I think Terry also wasn't like severely post-traumatic stress disordered out. Yeah, but in a lot of scenes, Karen had to be saved, and I'm surprised that that bodes well with your saved. feminist ways. There's nothing wrong with a character having to be saved from time to time. She had to be saved way more than no, she helped she herself. Yes, she did. What are you talking about? When did she have to be saved? She had to be saved um, in when when Eddie first attacks her in the porn. Yeah, well, that was the plan. The police. What was she going to do? Kill the serial killer? She her job was to be bait so that the police would come get them. But the police screwed up. Remember? Yeah, she still didn't help herself. She had to be saved. Yeah, I, I, I can see how she could have totally just fought the serial killer. Yeah, then you're totally right. That guy in his car who he was with Terry, he came and he had to save her too. At the very end, he comes and helps her get away. Yeah, saves but she, her. No, you're because totally she's the wrong. damsel in you're distress. Terry was way now. cooler. Terry should have been the main girl in this movie. She was way, 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 way more dynamic. I hear what you're saying, but you're completely wrong on this one. Nope. You really are. You're 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 totally wrong. Um anyway, nope. yeah, I'm surprised you think that because I totally don't agree at all. And I'm usually quite uh You have to admit Terry was cooler. 
I'm not. You're allowed to like another character better, but that doesn't mean that the other character was. I weak. just explained why she was more. Yeah, but you gave dynamic. two examples that aren't true. They are true. You said she'd be saved by the cops at the beginning. Well, that was the whole plan. Cops were going to come in and okay. arrest the killer. Listen, audience, watch this hey, movie. No, no, shut up. We're going to talk about this. Remember, the plan was the cops were supposed to come save her. The cops screwed up and couldn't track her. It was a coincidence that those beat cops actually saw found her. Yeah, she still could have saved herself. You also didn't give her a chance to save herself because before the killer even came close to her, the guy shot him, right? She was just... So you have no like, idea what, ah! what, was she, what was she supposed to have done? Dude? Punch him in the face. Maybe she was going to before the cop shot him. Yeah, but she still had to be saved, is my point. She still no, was saved. Cool. A character being saved is okay. Lots of characters get saved in movies. It's okay to be saved. I don't care if a character gets saved. You have complete. I can't believe we've done this many episodes, and you have completely misunderstood my problem with with damsels in distress. <laughs> no, this is your I problem. I cannot believe it. I can't believe you don't have agree I, with me. Have I so poorly explained my thought process that you completely misread everything that I've said in the last like twenty episodes? Nope. Nope. Oh my god, I'm pretty disappointed in myself. Nope. I really am. Nope. <sighs> anyway, besides her, I really like this movie. I really like this movie too, in, and I also really like her. I think she's excellent in the movie, and I like her character too. Watch ET; she's better in ET. Oh my god, she throws her husband out! Like she's totally strong. She doesn't like let anyone fuck her around. She does not put up with anything. I thought she was good. I thought she was good. She's super strong. She, she goes on TV at the end to try and save everyone in the whole fucking world. But she's crying. <laughs> I think you are, are not allowed to <laughs> podcast after you've had anything to drink ever again, as long as we do this show. What? No, I'm making good plans. Uh, okay. Okay, I, I, I guess you could say that. If by good points you mean rambling like a drunken fool who doesn't know the difference between a damsel in distress and a hole in the ground. <laughs> She's the damsel in distress in You're this movie. You're damsel in distress. Your brain is in distress. Save me, Joey. Save me. I'm not. I'm going to let the fucking werewolf get you. <laughs> retarded. Anyway, I really like the packed aspect. I, the packed aspect. The the werewolf pack. In fact, there's more than one wolf. Yeah, I agree. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I like this movie a lot. The only other thing I've seen that, that does the pack is, is True Blood, which isn't isn't, isn't a movie. And it's also it's not good. Okay. But the, I, did, I thought is that... It's a romance TV series. It's not a, a genre no. TV series. It's not about werewolves. It's not about vampires. It is a romance, and it is not even a particularly good romance. But I thought that um, I liked how they translated the community of people, how their dynamic related to what a, a wolf pack would, would be like. What do you rate this movie out of 10? I give it an 8 out of 10. Nice. I'm a big fan. What about you? I give it an 8 out of 10, just only because of the damsel in distress aspect that I don't like. Yeah, which isn't there. In this particular instance, in this particular instance, there is no damsel in distress. But don't listen to Nicole; she's wrong. <clears throat> listen to me. Hey, speaking of you being wrong, it's time to play a game. A game where you're almost surely going to be wrong. Don't look at the fucking screen, you cheater! Why do you always do that? <laughs> Bullshit. Nicole, this game is called Howling Mad at the Moon. Okay. Like howling mad, like crazy. This is a throwback, Nicole, to our old game, the True Story game. This is basically the True Story game, but it's called Howling Mad at the Moon. I'm going to tell you four sequels to The Howling. But okay. three of them are real sequels to The Howling, and one of them I made up. This is too hard. You know I'm so going to lose. you have to use your skill and judgment to determine which of the following is a fake sequel to The Howling. 
Are you ready to play Howlin' Mad at the Moon? No. Will you be ready soon, or...? <laughs> yes. How soon? Okay, ready. All right. Howling sequel number one. Howling. They're all called the Howling colon something else, right? Okay. The Howling colon, your sister is a werewolf. Ben attends the funeral of his sister, Karen. Ben meets both Jenny, and who is one of Karen's colleagues, and Stefan, a mysterious interloper who tells him Karen was a werewolf providing videotaped evidence of the transformation and turning up to destroy Karen as her undead body rises from the grave. Krasko convinces Ben and Jenny to accompany him to Transylvania to battle Sturba, an immortal werewolf queen. I bet that's real. Howling sequel number two. The Howling, colon, the marsupials. A strange race of human-like marsupials appear suddenly in Australia, and a sociologist who studies these creatures falls in love with a female one. Is this a dangerous combination? This seems too simple. To be real, or to not be real? Mm, I don't know, <laughs> either. So it seems too simple. What does that mean? I, nothing. It could mean anything. <laughs> I'm just coming here checking me. Howling sequel number three. The Howling, colon, Midnight on the Bayou. <laughs> I a love but the bayou. A group of alligator hunters on an expedition to the Louisiana swamplands are terrorized by an I unseen beast. I love the beast. Louisiana swamplands. Fuck up. Are terrorized by an unseen beast that is tearing up their catches. But when members of their own expedition begin to turn up torn to pieces, suspicions and accusations begin to fly as it is suspected that one of their own number may be the werewolf. I want that one to be real. I love movies that take place in the bayou. The Howling sequel you number four. I can't shut up. This I know you can't, but it would be if nice this, to if, I, if I was sh- shutting up, then it would just be the Joy Podcast. Oh my god, that sounds so good. <laughs> I'm literally getting hard. Consuela says no. That wouldn't Consuela be good. Consuela can't even vote. <laughs> She's not even a citizen. The Howling <laughs> sequel number four. Shut the fuck up. Howling, the Howling, colon, reborn. High school loner Will Kidman finally asks out the girl of his dreams, the reclusive Eliana Winter, but Will also discovers a dark secret from his past, that he is a member of a werewolf clan. Even worse, he must also fight a pack of werewolves who are hellbent on killing both him and his new girlfriend. So, is it the howling your sister is a werewolf? Okay. The howling the marsupials? The howling midnight on the bayou? Or the howling reborn? Talk it through. I think the first one could be true. Your sister is a werewolf? Um, it sounds like the stupidest one of all four of them. Yeah, I know, but I feel like the it's video a, thing is kind of a theme. Like, the first one ended with her being filmed. Yeah, yeah. As that's so I can see how the video thing could continue and into sometimes the sequel. they do get really stupid the longer series go on. Yeah. Um, the marsupial one, that was a simple explanation one. That was the only one with a really simple explanation, so that could be the fake. That's not that simple. It's like a strange of weird human marsupial hybrids in Australia. Yeah, but the, it, the koalas it was, and shit. Uh, and the third one, which one was that? Midnight on the Bayou. Oh, yeah. I want that one to be real, so I'm guessing that's real. Because okay. I just because I want it to be. Because you want to watch it? Yeah. And the fourth one was... The Howling Reborn. The high school loser who has to fight other werewolves who want to kill his girlfriend. Okay. I feel like the second or the fourth one are the not true ones. The marsupials are reborn are the fake ones. So you're thinking... I think the marsupial one is the fake one. All right, so it's your final answer? Final answer, okay. Joey. The Howling Your Sister is a Werewolf 
a.k.a. The Howling 2, Your Sister is a Werewolf, is a real movie that has Christopher Lee in it. It's the second one. Usually by the twelfth one they get that stupid. That's the second one. <laughs> oh, no. And it's the only one that actually continues sort of the first one, because it's Ben White as Karen's younger brother. But there's okay. so many things that make no sense. Like a guy going, no, she was secretly a werewolf. Well, we all watched her transform live on television. Yeah. So why is everyone like, what? And for some reason they're going to go to Transylvania to fight a werewolf queen. That's stupid. That's Transylvania, that's where Dracula lives. The Howling Reborn, a.k.a. The Howling 8 Reborn. The Howling Reborn is a real sequel. Which one is that again? The Howling 8, it's the high school one. Okay. So that's the 8th one, that's the last sequel that they've okay, made so Okay, so I thought that one might have been fake, so that's good. I'm doing good so far. You have been doing good so far. You've got a smile on your face, look at The Howling, lose. the marsupials, no. a.k.a. The Howling 3. The marsupials is The Howling 3. Yeah. Yeah, it's the third one. It's the how I'm telling you, it's real. It's, oh no! It's, not only is it real, but it's shown up in a previous game we've played. It was, really? one, of the, it was one of the original episodes of the uh, True Story. So game. the only one that I wanted to be real was fake. I made it up. How, the Howling, Midnight on the Bayou. I made that one up. I'm so disappointed. I really wanted to watch that one. Well, maybe that would be the Howling Nine, Midnight you on just, the Bayou. You should quit this and go make movies. I could just make a werewolf movie about. Louisiana. I don't want to go to Louisiana. I don't want to go in the swamp. I did want to say one more thing about the, this movie. I wish you'd said it earlier instead of when we were out of the game, but alright. I know, but I forgot earlier. Um, I kind of noticed a theme in this movie, besides werewolves, is um, lenses, camera lenses and stuff play a huge role in this movie. And I'm not sure if it has a deeper meaning than that, but it, it, it comes up a like lot. A visual in visual motif, you Yeah. Mean? I didn't notice that. Yeah, like the first scene with Eddie, she can't see him because of the camera and the light yeah. and the lens. Yeah. And Terry, when she's running around the woods, she's got her camera and mm-hmm. the lens. And Well, I mean, I guess it's sort of like we were talking about how this movie is one of the first werewolf movies that's clearly influenced by other werewolf movies. Yeah, and maybe. Car- yeah, so that, and and Karen, every time she sees lenses and cameras, she gets disoriented and sees Addie. And yeah, because be- yeah, of her trauma. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, really liked, I yeah. really liked that. I hadn't considered that, but it's, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. You're an interesting girl. I know. An interesting girl who lost the game. I'm a big winner, and you were a big loser, as always. Aww. You're cute, though. But I, I always I like your movie though I like your movie yeah, idea. Well, obviously, it's a great. Oh, you mean the one I invented? Yeah, yeah. it's really good. I should just make a werewolf story in the Bayou. You should. On the Bayou, and it turns out to be Hank Williams. Um. Anyway, Nicole, what are we watching next week? So is my pick. <laughs> That's why. I and you. we haven't watched a religious horror movie in a long time, so I challenged myself. Well, I mean, we watched Rosemary's Baby, but. Well, that that, pretty recently. That was a long time ago. It was ago. in January. Was it? No, it was before Maybe we was had Brody. Are you be- sure? Yeah, because no. I was about to have him when we watched this movie. I guess I don't know when we watched anything anymore. Anyway, so I challenged myself further with wanting it to be a foreign religious horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I did some research, mm-hmm. and I came up with one that looks really good called Martyrs from 2008. And it's a French... Um, horror movie. I've heard a lot of really good things about this. I heard it's pretty. It's, I heard the review I read it says it's very, very religious and very, very, very violent. Uh, it's been associated with the new French extremity movement. Damn it, Joey! That was my research. You, oh, were, I was going to sound all smart. Well, go ahead and talk about it. Okay, it's associated with the new <laughs> French extremity movement, um, which is a term coined by an art forum critic. I used to get that magazine, Art Forum. And 
Um, you got me all flustered, Joey. Sorry. <laughs> so it, it's kind of definition is that it contains enough savage violence and sexual ug- ugliness. And you need body horror too, right? Yeah, and you I know you like body horror. I do like body horror. And I like religious horror movies, so I think that this will be a good one for us to watch. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to it. I've been wanting to see this for a long time. It's yeah, you know, some people have called it one of the most extreme pictures ever made. I can't wait. I watched the trailer, it looks pretty freaky. But he also described it as torture porn for guardian readers. <laughs> it's funny. For what? It's a magazine, it's a newspaper. Gardening? Yeah, gardening. Yeah, oh. it's torture porn for gardeners. That's actually um, uh, the oh fuck, that would have been such a funny joke if I had modeled it. Torture porn for gardeners? You mean Little Shop of Horrors? Oh fuck! I, I liked it. That fuck was this! Funny. I gotta I gotta go beat my head against the wall. So, uh, so until tune next in week. Next week. Yeah, don't be sure. Don't forget to come back and listen to us next week when we watch Mars, the French extreme movie. Where people get murdered, and there's going to be sex, there's probably going to be some boobies in this movie. <laughs> so it's going to be a real good time. We're going to have lots of fun for the whole family. Yeah. So it'll be me and you and Son of Creature, and we will all curl up, and we will watch it, and then we will reenact it. No, Joey. Okay, we won't reenact it. <laughs> well, anyway, until next week, I am the creature, Joey G. And I'm the bride, Nicole. Just stay scary. Kissy kissy. Kissy kissy, am I right? How could this woman (laughs) ever decide to wed this man?